0: Welcome to the Girl Scout Advantage podcast, a podcast where we educate, empower, and share the stories of the Girl Scout experience. Join us to rediscover the magic of leadership, teamwork, and personal discovery. The Girl Scout Advantage, a podcast where you will learn how the Girl Scout's heart of Michigan creates successful girls for today who will become the leaders of our tomorrow. Hello and welcome to another Girl Scout Advantage podcast with the Girl Scouts Heart of Michigan. Today I'm here in our Kalamazoo Regional Center talking to Brad, AKA Bear, who is our director at Camp Marywood. So Brad, thanks for joining me today.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: So I would love to get started, just if you can give us a little background of, you know, kind of how you got involved in in camp in the first place and where that passion for the outdoors comes from.
1: Sure, yeah, I've been camping since I was a Bear Cub, so probably around six years old i started getting outside with um, a cub scout troop and worked through the boy scout program and fell in love with going camping um i started working on summer camp staff when i was about 14. oh wow um yeah just bopping around and trying to get outside as much as i could Mm -hmm. i stayed on summer camp staff i mean i don't think i've ever left a summer camp staff (laughs) i think i'm perpetual summer camp staff (laughs) um so I've done that and I traveled all around. I went to a lot of Boy Scout camps. I went to YMCA camp and I really just fell in love with being outside all the time and playing and hmm. instructing things and um, about when I was 21, I lived outside for almost two years straight in a tent at one of the camps I was working at wow. and that's where I got my nickname, Bear. Oh so my gosh. yeah, I was living outside and hanging out and I never really want to come inside. So. <laughs>
0: So what was that experience? Was that a camp in Michigan? Yeah. What was that experience like?
1: It was cold sometimes, <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. So I, when I say that, everybody thinks I was like Bear grillsing it out in the wild, but I had power and an air mattress and stuff, but okay. I was still, you know, in a tent. Yeah. And it was great. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I got to experience all the seasons looking out of my screen in my tent. And yeah, That's was crazy. Awesome. Yeah.
0: So what, how did you, like... Was that just something that you were like, I'm gonna do this for two years? Or how did you come to that place where you were left?
1: When I started working at camps year round, uh, life was just like super busy. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoyed how quiet it was. And I was working like solely with kids and being out in the woods Mm -hmm. and having my own experiences. And it just was a really peaceful time and I didn't want to go anywhere else but be in the woods and doing stuff with the kids, yeah. (laughs) That's
0: so cool. Why do you think that it's important for kids to get outside?
1: Um So many reasons. Mm-hmm. Being outside helps you make decisions. It helps you think creatively, it helps you problem solve. It helps you see the world in a different light. I think a lot of times kids with our big focus on screens and technology and things like that, um, kids have kind of a, a guided path towards what they might see. Mm-hmm. Being out in nature and being able to develop your own perspective and schemas of things is really, really huge. Um, for a girl growing up um, any kid really because it just it opens up that extra part of the brain that helps you think for yourself
0: yeah and how do you, how do you develop those skills in in girls at camp or how do you guide them to that place where they're Developing those skills.
1: I think at first I always try to make it a fun space So I'm usually the goofy guy coming up giving a high-five singing Mm -hmm. a goofy song and kind (laughs) of show them that it's a safe Relaxing place to be that they're gonna learn things and Mm -hmm. they're gonna have fun doing it Um, Me being a big goofball myself It makes (laughs) it super easy to draw the kids in because they're just ready to run around and have fun anyway So kind of take it from there and then my favorite thing to do is to show them like an easy or simple but kind of unknown like cool camp skill so mm. like maybe if you're building a fire, how you can go and scrape pitch off a tree and mm-hmm. the sap from the tree burns like like gasoline almost. It's super oh. hot and it stays lit and it'll help you light your fire and you can go and pull sassafras and see what that smells like mm. and find mint and strawberries in the woods and show them like simple things and then they're like, oh my gosh, there's a whole world to learn about here and then, then you've got them.
0: Yeah. yeah, awesome. So how did you end up here at, at GSHOM?
1: Um, so for my long camping career, I took a break. Um, I moved out to Kalamazoo and actually the camp I was working at closed. Mm-hmm. So I was a big aquatics guy kind of in my off camp season mm-hmm. the cold months um, And I took the job as the aquatics director at the YMCA
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, And I just had the itch to come back to camp and I this came up and I applied for it And I loved what the Girl Scouts were doing. and mm. I just wanted to be a part of the team
0: yeah so it's been we're coming up on a year since you've joined the team Mm -hmm. is that right yeah it's been a quick year it has (laughs) flown by um so what what has your experience been like so far working with girl scouts
1: by far my favorite organization to work for Mm. um the focus on girls and quality programming and making sure that us as camping and membership people and Fun development and all those things, we all work as a team to make that experience for the girl. Mm-hmm. And that is such a neat feeling, having mm. come from other organizations where you're kind of in your own lane and you do your own thing to have a support group to do the neat things that you wanna do, especially out at camp, yeah. really makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And the focus on girl-led and girl experiences, like those really cool experiences for the girls is mm-hmm. what really is it's lighting my fire. Yeah, yeah.
0: definitely. Um, One thing that I always like to try to touch on during the podcast is girl-led. Because it's such a, I mean, that's what separates Girl Scouts Mm -hmm. from every other organization out there. It is our focus on the girl and and what her experience is and how we can help her facilitate experiences that are going to change her life. Um, So from your perspective, what is this whole girl-led thing about? If I were someone who this was my first time hearing the phrase girl led how would you explain that
1: um i think it starts with like what we just talked about where you're developing your own sense of self and you're thinking and finding things out for yourself by being outside but also girl led it, it's that opportunity to to take take your experience i guess to yourself and not be guided through it but mm take the challenges and practice the resiliency that it takes to kinda conquer stuff all on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, and with the girl-led, it not only is on the individual level, but it's with a group. Yeah. So like our tripping program, when we say it's girl-led, they're gonna do a road trip where they know where they're going and they've gotta figure it out as a team and that's all girl-led. They're gonna budget their meals and budget their travel time and get to where wow. they're going and that is a girl-led adventure if I've ever thought of one,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, what are some of the the tripping experiences that are happening this summer? Ooh,
1: so many awesome things. Um, so they're going to Porcupine Mountain. Ugh. They're gonna hike a 12 mile loop out there and do all primitive backpack camping. Oh my gosh! Um, they're gonna do South Manitou Island, mm-hmm. so Sleepy Bear Dunes, and they're gonna go out to again the primitive camping spots. Uh, the one I'm super excited for is Pictured Rocks. Ugh, so yes. they'll get to camp along the coastline and hike what they're gonna see the next day. And they'll spend eight hours in a kayak paddling all the rock formations that they can see oh up and gosh. down. Yeah, it's going to be absolutely amazing. Um, and then we have the UP road trip, like I was talking about, where mm-hmm. they're going to be able to. It's going to be all pretty much free choice to get around on their road trip. Okay. Um, and then we're doing fifty miles on the Manistee River.
0: Wow. Yeah. Those are some incredible opportunities for girls, um, especially like that that exploring piece. Like we have so many amazing places in the state of Michigan and. To be able to take girls all over the state in a girl-led way, like they get to, you know, help plan their trip and help make decisions on their trip, like that's incredible. Um, I'm just saying, if you need a chaperone, like let me know. I'd love to <laughs> I go. Would on take that. all the help we can get. <laughs> that would be awesome. So, thinking back to a resident camp, because obviously this is, you know, part of the, part of the overnight experience mm-hmm. is the, the tripping part, but at our, our overnight camp, you know, at Camp Marywood, at Camp Linden, um, what does girl-led look like there?
1: Sure, so one of the things that excited me when I started working here is the girls' free choice that they have at camp. So that's basically, you know, it's the definition of girl-led. Mm. Um, Instead of them just having a schedule kind of dictated to them, they Mm -hmm. get to each night, depending on what they're feeling like doing, they get to sign up for the next activities that next day. Um, We had huge success with that last summer. Mm -hmm. So just seeing a girl that maybe is timid to try something new, we can kind of, worker towards the right direction you know hey let's try it just one day Mm -hmm. and see if it clicks and then to see their eyes light up and be like tonight at dinner I'm signing back up to shoot a bow and arrow Mm because it was my first time and I hit the target and I popped a balloon and it was fantastic Mm -hmm. now you then now they want to sign up for archery every session Mm -hmm. and you keep you know you keep going and get them to do new things but I think that girl-led aspect where they can kind of tiptoe into the water, so to speak, at first, mm-hmm. and we provide such a fun experience that they're usually ready to jump right in after that. Yeah. Um, but that free choice of like, I'm gonna test everything out and see what I like, and then kind of dive into what they wanna do um, is really awesome. And this year for our program, we're gonna have lots of options. So each day it's not just one activity, they're gonna have a bunch of activities and mm-hmm. everything's gonna be a progressive kind of learning experience in each program area. So Mm. art, you might start with like a simple science project and by the end you're doing like exploding bottle rockets or giant elephant toothpaste or, Mm -hmm. but you get to learn all the steps leading up to that and how to make, you know, something neat like that.
0: Yeah, Yeah. So cool. Um, one thing that is so interesting to me is that progression piece that, that you mentioned, especially related to, a lot of the classic camp activities like archery, riflery, you know, horseback riding. How do you guide girls from, like, the starting place where they're, you know, terrified to go try archery to the, you know, when they go through and they're earning their awards and one by one and, you know, that achievement process. How do you guide girls to get out of their comfort zone know because i firmly believe that outside of your comfort zone is where the most growth happens so like how do you get girls from that that place of being scared and not wanting to take any risk to a place where they're like heck yeah i'm doing archery every day
1: (laughs) so i like to always think of the girl who maybe it's her first time at summer camp or she hasn't spent a super long amount of time like especially six days that can be a long time to spend away from home so we've taken her to camp we've dropped her off somewhere in a brand new environment she's got you know, five or six awesome new friends to meet in a bunk. She's trying all new food. She's sitting in a dining hall. Mm -hmm. That already is out of her comfort zone. So for her to just show up is really, really awesome. From there, we take the opportunity to show them that 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 comfort zone that we have at camp, it might not be super comfortable at first, but it's safe and -hmm. it's a good place to fail and it's a good place to learn things. Mm -hmm. And from there, once they know that they're supported and comfortable, we can kind of challenge them. So then we take those next steps of like, well, you saw a horse today, maybe tomorrow we'll touch a horse and Mm. maybe we'll ride a horse by the end of the week or we rode a horse today, by the end of the week, we're gonna jump it or we're gonna (coughs) run it and we're gonna do all these awesome fun things. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think first that base layer of like fun, safe, empowering, Mm -hmm. let's do something that everybody feels good at and then we can kind of tackle the bigger challenges.
0: Yeah. Do you have stories from last summer of, of watching girls kind of go through that process?
1: Yeah, there's a bunch, one that sticks out in mind. Um, there was a little girl who came up when she checked in and the first thing she said, she said her name, she said, hi, I'm so-and-so. And she said, but I'm not gonna shoot any bows and arrows this week. And I said, <laughs> okay, well, that, that sounds good. You know, as long as you have fun and you try all these different things. <laughs> and I sat down with her at dinner and I was talking to her and I was telling her all the fun stuff that we did at the archery range that day. And um, you know, that the girls got a chance to pop some balloons and shoot at some different targets and things and she was like, oh, you can pop balloons. She goes, do they have purple ones and pink ones and red ones? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, and we can pop them.
0: She's like, yep. <laughs> so
1: we got her down to the archery range and she shot her first shot and she was still kind of nervous, you know, kind of stepping back. She only probably shot five times, but by the end of the session, that just that activity block, she came up to me. She was like, we get to pop all the balloons. We get to have all the fun. <laughs> and then at lunch, she's recruiting all of her friends to sign up for archery. Oh, the next wow. and She's like, it was so great. We got to do this. We learned how to shoot. And. She already knew all the parts of the bow and the parts of the arrow, mm. and she was just so excited to show her friends. And by the end of the week, she was shooting at almost 15 yards, hitting bullseye. So mm. it was it was awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. W-
0: I mean, what so that's obviously a great, a great example of, of these things that we've been talking about. What are the implications for for an experience like that outside of camp?
1: Yeah, I, I think it's huge. I think it relates to a lot of aspects of life. I think of mm. like when they go to school, if they're doing a public presentation or they're doing a group project or they have to do something where they do have to step out of their comfort zone, they can think back to those experiences where like, well I wouldn't shoot a bow and arrow at first but now I'm, I can do some group work and get mm-hmm. up in front and do my presentation or um, a lot of times with the bigger sessions, you know, the girls are figuring stuff out on their own so they have direct supervision but they're experiencing it on their own and making mistakes and doing mm. things like that and I think that process really helps them to work through things outside of camp yeah even like boils down to homework I've heard of girls you know after they spend some time at camp and they figure out how to problem-solve a little bit better now they're able to go and do their research for their homework problems they're not always mm. coming back and forth to mom and dad I need this I need that mm-hmm. they're like well if I could do this at camp I
0: can
1: <laughs> certainly research this for school right, right.
0: that's awesome yeah um, and that one thing that I heard that I love and that I think I would love to chat a little bit more about is the making mistakes part like the safe place to fail part so what does that look like at camp you know giving giving girls that that latitude to like hey it's okay to take a risk and maybe you make a mistake or you don't do this right how do you kind of guide girls through that process to where they come out the other end feeling okay sure Um, Or, or maybe even feeling like great you know
1: yeah. Um, I think failing is, is a big thing. I think it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we learn the most through the mistakes that we make. Mm. And we learn the most through the mistakes that we make ourselves. So it's really easy to see a group and be like, oh yeah, they should have done that differently. But when you make the mistake and it affects you directly, mm-hmm. whether it be shooting an arrow or riding a horse or lighting a fire with just one match or mm. any of those camp skills, um, you, you work on it, the big part is the resiliency. So it's you know that it's not going to work the first time. You know that it's not going to be fantastic. You know that your fire is going to smoke a bunch. Mm-hmm. But what can you do each time after that to make it easier on yourself? That's yeah. that whole learning process. And without the mistakes, you don't get the learning process mm-hmm. um, without the learning process either. You never really fully understand it. So mm-hmm. I always think of like a campfire when we're learning how to light it. If I just come up every time and throw dry things into your fire and get your fire going. And you throw sticks on it and keep it going. You haven't really learned how to light a fire.
0: Mm.
1: We want to teach you what to look for in a stick that you're picking up. What size does it need to be? Is it wet? Is it dry? Did you cut mm-hmm. it? Did you, you know, is it too thick to start a fire? And learning those mistakes, and then when you finally get your own fire lit and you're able to keep it going, mm-hmm. the feeling is so much better than if somebody just stuffed your fire full of dry sticks.
0: Right. I think it's so important in today's world where there's so much pressure, you know, for, especially for girls who have grown up in the, um, technology age where they have always been exposed to social media and there's probably always been a cell phone camera in their face, like Mm -hmm. recording their every move. Um, I think it's so important that to have that safe place where like, it's okay to fail and, you know, we're going to help you work through it and build that resilience because that Resilience is something that, you know, that doesn't that doesn't stay at the gates when you leave Camp Marywood. Like that resiliency travels with you throughout your life, and I think that's why we hear from girls so much how camp has has changed their life. Do you have a story, you know, that kind of explains that that resiliency piece, or um, an example that kind of sticks out in your mind from last summer at Marywood?
1: Yeah, so being the new guy on the block, um, <laughs> you get to meet a lot of faces that that's already their home. So like me as a camping professional, mm-hmm. when I come into a new camp, it's one of the big things to realize is that this is already somebody's home. This is already somebody's mm-hmm. place that they're used to. and things that happen and there's things that you have to hop on board with just like you're bringing new things to the table Mm -hmm. um but there's a lot of returning campers like that so i had the pleasure of working with the cit program Mm -hmm. and there was a couple of cit's that had been there you know previously as younger campers and watched their staff grow up and become you know higher up in the staff and then now they're cit's and um in particular there was two that were super shy and i remember their parents contacting me before summer camp before they did their CIT we we're kind of nervous. We don't know what's going to happen. You mm. know, like they stuck out summer camp before, but they're really on their own. They're in a leadership role now. Like, yeah. there's a lot expected of them. We just, you know, keep an eye on them. We, we don't know what's going to happen. Um, and the girls got there and they were a little shy the first day. But to watch them step out of their comfort zone and by the end of their two weeks, there'll be leading campfire songs and mm. playing the guitar and being goofy and running around and being like you think of when you think of summer camp staff member like there's just that big happy loving personality mm-hmm. and to go from that timid kind of rounded shoulder beginning to i'm opened up wide i'm here for the girls i'm here to help like i'm having fun yeah and just to see the change in them just in those two short weeks mm-hmm. was really really cool
0: so tell me a little bit about the cit program um if some of our listeners have never heard of cit which is counselor in training Um, What does that look like? And, and, you know, as a leadership program, how do you teach girls? You know, what are some of the things that girls experience in CIT?
1: Sure, so um, we have our Leadership 101 program, which is kind of the intro to our counselor and training program. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we have the CIT one and CIT two, but our CIT program is basically training girls for leadership positions and Learning how to be those active leaders in their communities as well as their Girl Scout world mm-hmm. um, The program that we teach we teach a lot of leadership language we teach a lot of team building we teach a lot of Exactly same stuff that we train our staff on we just take a little bit longer time to process it mm-hmm. and absorb it um, we do a lot of um, Behavioral and emotional awareness, so not necessarily management, but more of how can we understand where other people are coming from mm-hmm. and how those feelings might affect what they're doing and how can we help them from there? Cause that's really what a good summer camp counselor does. And that's what we're training them for mm-hmm. is to eventually be part of our full time summer camp staff members mm-hmm. instead of just a two week program. Um, so really teaching them to not take anything. I don't know. The, the camp life is we don't take anything with judgment. So just to listen to it and see what's going on and,
0: from there. yeah I'm interested in the piece of the um, behavioral emotional awareness Um, one thing that was astounding to me when I started working here is the intentionality behind all of our camping programs and all of the staff training and the skills that our camp staff have when it comes to managing you know some tough stuff that campers deal with whether that's you know it's your first week at camp and you're super homesick or you know if there's a squabble between a couple girls who aren't getting along or all of these complex issues that you run into when you're dealing with girls what is that learning process like or, or how do you kind of teach girls some of these these big things these big life skills that you know, some people don't learn about conflict management or leading a team, you know, until well into their adult life. So how do you talk about these big things on a smaller scale so that, that girls, when they're growing into their leadership, can really understand and, and kind of make it a part of who they are?
1: Sure. Um, so first, we really try to take our time with it. It's not definitely not a fast process, but mm-hmm. the other thing is... is leadership staff we really take it upon ourselves to be that example mm. setting that example first and kind of working with their own group dynamic especially in the counselor and training program so when we're doing some of the programs we focus a lot just on how that group interacts mm-hmm. and how you can apply it to working with kids or working with other groups and a lot of times a lot of the group dynamics with those smaller groups are the same dynamics that are going to happen with bigger groups mm. um, so you kind of take it from their own personal situations and kind of analyze it and break it down from there and do your best to set an example Mm -hmm. of fostering that good environment. um, And then they get to watch the other staff do it around camp with the staff or with the kids and things.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, What do you think is the best example of growth that you saw at Marywood last summer? And this could be with a girl or a CIT or maybe it's a counselor. I think there's so much growth that happens at camp that I, I just want to make sure our listeners are aware that uh, the way that we run summer camp is so much more than just, like, sending your girl to daycare, right? Or sending her to, you know, whatever. It's, like, it's a super intentional program that she's going to have a blast and she's going to learn so much and grow so much. So I think, you know, just any stories that we can tell to really exemplify that because it's mind blowing to me and like I work for a girl scout so (laughs) and I
1: think for me like one of the true blessings of my job is that I get to live that growth like every day Mm. so for me it's like when you plant a tree at your house and for a couple years it's really small and then all of a sudden it's 30 feet tall and
0: five Mm -hmm. feet around
1: you're like whoa when did that happen (laughs) and I think it's so gradual and it's so constant that I'm lucky to, like, I notice it at the beginning and then at the end. And mm. usually in the middle, it's like it happens so quick and so often it's yeah. It's so much fun. So I hired a staff last summer. Um, she had been with us for a few summers just in an overnight counselor role. And I really felt after working with her for staff training, she was ready to move up to kind of a, a leadership role. She really had her stuff together. She mm-hmm. knew what she was doing. She was really enthusiastic. And I asked her if she wanted to be the tripping coordinator for the on-camp position, which is kind of organizing all the high adventure areas. You're Mm. climbing and you're boating and you're backpacking and taking the girls out on a paddle trip and a backpacking trip and she was like, oh, I don't know and it took a little bit convincing and we got her into that role and when she finally realized what she was doing, it kind of all clicked. All that training that we had given her, Mm. all those boosts of confidence that she had had along the years and when she got her first first group of girls, it was like night and day. Mm -hmm. It went from not so much the quiet staff member but kind of in your own lane to the extrovert of like I'm the expert mm-hmm. I know what I'm doing mm-hmm. I'm ready to show you guys how to have fun in the woods and she would take them out once a week so they either go to the island or they go on their backpacking trip or mm-hmm. they do their horse riding and every time I would see her that confidence was a little bigger towards the end of the summer and they're doing their backpacking trip through the back 40 and I walk up and they're they're all singing and howling <laughs> and having a good time and she's all geared up and showing them how to use a water filtration system and mm-hmm. it was just like So neat to see her in her element and camp had built that element for her so to like see how it just kind of Let her ride that wave to Mm -hmm. being like totally awesome was just really cool to see. Yeah,
0: I love that Um, Another thing that I think people don't know enough about camp is that At our camps for Girl Scouts Heart of Michigan. We offer Camp adventures all year long like it's so much more than just the summertime Um, and you've been doing some pretty cool stuff out at camp so what are can you tell us just a little bit about some stuff that's going on at camp you know the next couple months leading up to summer in case maybe somebody wants to come check it out you know before deciding to sign up for a week
1: yeah so for people that don't know what i always like to tell them is that you do have a second home and it's only 12 miles north of kalamazoo (laughs) um it's a big playground so every weekend we're doing weekend rentals we're doing day programming um this winter we've got cross-country skis working and snowshoeing um, our indoor climbing wall we've got our new shooting sports arena where we're we've got patio heaters everybody woohoo nice and warm (laughs) Um, we've got bb guns and air rifles and archery going on and um, we're really trying to bolster up our badge and journey work process so if you want to come out we have staff that are willing to help you with that and really the The weekends are just to show you how accessible the great outdoors are. Mm. At camp, we really try to make it as easy as possible or Mm -hmm. as independent as possible. So we can plan meals, we can cook for you, we can just shop for you, we can just help you plan your day. Awesome. um, And we always have staff to facilitate great programs. So we're really just trying to make those great outdoors super, super accessible and Mm -hmm. all the great things that it has to offer.
0: Yeah, I think that's awesome that that you're able to provide so much support to, you know, lead troop leaders, volunteers who are wanting to bring girls out to camp. Um, if someone is like leery of wintertime camping, and we know wintertime camping in Michigan could very well last through April, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, what advice would you give to a volunteer who maybe is Weary of the whole wintertime outdoors thing. Yeah,
1: this is like my favorite question (laughs) So I get this question all the time Maybe it's your first time out thinking of doing a weekend camp out or Mm -hmm. you haven't spent an extended amount of time in the woods and you're leery about organizing everything and Mm -hmm. cooking and staying on schedule and accomplishing everything. Well, that's what we're here for That's Mm. exactly our job. So um, Our cabins are warm Super-duper warm when mm-hmm. you come in on Friday or Saturday, they're usually at 75 degrees um, All of our cabins that we rent for the winter have running water um, There's only one cabin that's a very very short walk to get to a restroom all mm-hmm. the other ones have restrooms inside the cabins mm-hmm. Everything's got a full kitchen set up fridges stoves cooking utensils plates knives everything to do whatever you want to do for that weekend so we have troops that come out that solely want to be outside Mm -hmm. and do all the outdoor adventure activities and then we have troops that want to just do a cozy Mm lock-in or we'll light a fire in the wood stove at harriet Mm -hmm. and they'll bake cookies and drink hot chocolate and go for a little walk in the snow and that's their whole weekend Um, but we just want everybody to know how flexible it is and how easy it is to get out
0: Yeah, it sounds like it can be customized totally based on whatever the troop wants to do. That's awesome. Um, Kind of to wrap us up a little bit, if you could tell somebody, you know, the one thing that you wish people knew about Camp Marywood or about Girl Scout Camp, what would you tell them?
1: Well hard to pick one I'll probably have to pick two one is to get (laughs) the word out about summer camp because our summer camp program truly is awesome Mm -hmm. and with our tripping program our Girl Scout camps are set to be very unique camps in the state and Mm -hmm. we're offering programs that you don't have access to anywhere else Um, the level of horseback riding that we offer and the outdoor adventures that we're doing with our tripping program there's not a whole lot of places doing what we're doing especially all in one facility Mm -hmm. so you really have a great shot to do that Um, The other thing that I wish everybody knew is, like we just talked about, is how easy it is to get in the off-season out to camp. Um, The off-season camping is oftentimes where you get the most relaxation. Mm -hmm. A lot of times at summer camp, it's just boom, boom, boom activities, which is always fun. But as a parent, to get out with your daughter and Mm. come and have just a quality, relaxing, slow-moving camp weekend. Like we always say, we run on camp time. (laughs) I wish more people knew about camp time
0: (laughs) me too (laughs) the world would be a better place (laughs) so it sounds like even you know a a mom or a dad could come out with their girl for the weekend do some activities is that did I hear that right yeah sweet how long
1: as you're a registered Girl Scout you can get on Mm -hmm. GSHOM.org click on our camp link And you can look through all of our cabins are listed online and the availabilities and my email's on there as well. So I'm happy to help anybody through the process. Just shoot me an email or a phone call.
0: Perfect. Well, Brad, Bear, thank you so much for chatting with me today. Um, I think that this gives people a really good glimpse at all the amazing things happening at Camp Marywood. Um, For those of you who have met Brad, you can just tell how passionate he is about the outdoor experience and um, how much he wants to help girls experience, you know, all of the amazing outcomes of getting in the great outdoors. So if you haven't met Brad, I would encourage you to give him a call and um, chat with him about how you're going to get outdoors um, ASAP, because even if it's you know, 35 degrees and rainy like it is here in Kalamazoo today, um, that's still a great opportunity to get outdoors and get to experience some of these things. So thanks so much, Brad.
1: Thanks so much for having me.
0: To all of our listeners, if you haven't already subscribed to our podcast, please be sure to do so by clicking the beautiful subscribe button that you see. Be sure to leave us a rating and a review so that we know what kinds of episodes you love and what you would like to hear more of. After that, go ahead and share this episode far and wide because we want to make sure that as many girls as possible can hear about the amazing outdoor experiences that are just waiting for them at all of our GSHOM summer camps. My name is Brenna Smith, and until next time, be brave, be bold, and leave each place a whole lot better than you found it. Change the
1: world, come with me Time to let our dreams fly free
0: So easily, that is our way Every moment we're
1: alive It's our love that will survive
0: In the Girl Scouts, together we change the world In the Girl Scouts, together we change the world